you know, zero to seven are the moon years, because this tells us the moon is what we need to be nurtured and how we feel safe. And that is the foundation for our lives down here on earth is feeling safe, feeling secure, being able to be in our emotional body and have our emotions honored. So that's where mom comes in, in the understanding the child's, just even if she only understood the child's moon, there's this allowing that happens, like all emotions are okay. All parts of you are welcome, all of them. And that is extremely healing. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, baddies. I am so excited for today's guest. This is a really special treat for all the magical mamas, divinely inclined dads, and anyone who's on a journey to reparent themselves, which is basically all of us. Let's be real. Um, Today we have on the pod Tara Vogel, who is a certified professional astrologer, but also a coach for mindful moms. And she is passionate about helping parents stay connected to their kids and themselves via the cosmos. Are we excited already? I know, I feel it for you. She loves to dive deeply with her clients and believes that understanding your astrological natal chart along with your child's chart is one of the greatest tools we have for understanding ourselves and our children better. She posts really fun daily posts on Instagram about how to use the celestial bodies to support you in your everyday life in super practical, accessible language that we live for with your kids in an easy to understand practical way. She also teaches astrology online for her teacher, Deborah Silverman, who was another guest on the podcast here. And she runs the Luminary Parenting Community, which focuses on everyday tidbits, digestible wisdom, astrology for everyday life for parents, or I really like the angle of if you're just looking to reparent yourself. She is a huge believer in the holistic approach to living, and she weaves that practical magic kind of knowledge we love here, her background in elementary education. She has a master's in educational leadership. She weaves that with nutrition information, herbal medicine, psychotherapy, and astrology. And she's also a mom of three, so she knows from whence she speaks. And her middle daughter has special needs. Having her natal chart read as a young child helped her to navigate the uncharted waters of raising a child who has different special magical needs. And now she is wholeheartedly a huge fan and advocate for understanding your whole family's astrological birth chart. And we're all about bringing more mindfulness, more mystical, more cosmic, more practical information to navigate this crazy ride of being a human, especially as a parent. So we're so excited for you to meet your new spiritual bestie, Tara. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Welcome. Thanks, Maddie. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So obviously I just went on and on about you, but why don't you tell people in your own words, the community of the cosmic baddies at home, a little bit about you and and what you do in your own words? Yeah. Well, basically I support moms and I can do that through doing a natal chart reading for their child, for them. So it's not like the, you know, the kids aren't there. It's 
let's sit. I mean, this soul chose to come through you. So let's sit with their soul plan. Like I always picture, um, I have this image in my mind. I used to be an elementary school teacher. So I do have these little primary type images in my mind. It's like, we slide over the rainbow bridge and we have our natal chart in our hands. We're like, I'm coming, I'm going to do this. (laughs) And so it's like our soul's curriculum. And Mm -hmm. you know, Maddie, in the ideal world, we'd all do our charts, (laughs) but life happens to us. And we veer, we veer away from our chart and our path because the parent isn't okay with how we are, the teacher or society, and we find it again. So my goal for working with parents is just for them to understand their child's soul curriculum. And it's not, I mean, I definitely don't do predictive astrology or anything like that. It's like a parenting hack. It's like a tool Mm. that you can use. Like, oh, my child is here to experience this and be fiery or be watery. And how can I hold them and be this like steady grounding force for them to beautifully unfold into who they came to be, which is shown by their natal chart. So I do that. So I do readings for parents, but I'm also have a parenting course that we dive into how to parent your child, but also yourself through Mm. astrology. But so, you know, our kids bring us our greatest soul lessons. They all every single day when they awake, you know, they come down to the earth and they're this beautiful bundle of love. They've just come from the non-physical. Here they are. We love them. Oh my gosh. And then they grow up and they trigger us, right? And for those of you who are parents out there, you understand you love your kids more than anyone and they really know how to push your buttons. And so that is your opportunity to understand yourself and take good care of yourself. And our kids show us the way to do that at the same time we parent them. So that's what the my other part of what I do gets into. And then I also teach other astrologers how to read children's charts. And I also post on Instagram every day about how to use what's happening in the sky and how to make your life, either your mom job or just like your life with your people easier. Because when we go with the moon, life is always easier. And then I give a little bit more to my online community and we really dive into, we get detailed on how to work with the vibe of the day, moon sign, or we also do um, how to work with the moon cycle. Because I love, I'm like the moon astrologer. Uh, cancer rising. So we love the moon around here. And I love it when you do for like the daily the way to track. And, you know, you said like, instead of doing the big, long way ahead out forecast, my sister's had a baby and we were talking back and forth this morning, in our family group chat about how she's really working on like the present, right? the feeling of just like the day to day, the one step at a time, her baby is six and a half months. So you could imagine. Yeah. And I love what you said about like, yeah, in life, especially with parenting, it's like just the here, what do I need to know today, maybe tomorrow, but like that's <laughs> one day at a time, yeah. literally one day at a time. It's like such a used expression for good reason. So I love that that's like the lens in which you, you bring your astrology down. And of course the moon, you know, as a kind of like our cosmic mama energy, it makes so much sense to like look to her for guidance. So I know you wrote in your previous life, which I love when people say that, cause it's how I feel too. <laughs> In a previous life, you were an elementary school teacher, you just mentioned, and you were doing leadership education work for people. Yeah, so I was an elementary school teacher, and then I stayed home when I had my first baby, and I was a natural parenting educator with La Leche League. 
So I was teaching other moms about really being in connection with your child. And really that is my goal every day, Maddie, when I write is like to really be in connection with her because Mm. she's kind of, she's what's playing in the background. She's the music playing in the background. And if we can ride that wave and we understand how to ride it, our day gets easier. Our day is easier. It's more flowing. So I was teaching parents about, or moms about breastfeeding and like ways to parent your child naturally. And then when my son was three and a half, I had his sister, Eva, who, you know, she was born and she just was struggling. She was struggling to nurse. And here I was a natural parenting educator teaching other moms how to breastfeed. And my baby couldn't, she was having an awful time breastfeeding. And I had a beautiful natural birth. So there wasn't anything that went wrong during the labor, but Eva wasn't developing. And it was, I went into crisis mode and fixing mode. Like I have to figure this out. I have to fix her. Something's wrong here. I can figure it out. I'm a Capricorn. Give me the job. I'll get it done. (laughs) You know? And so that was really a five-year journey of trying everything mainstream, everything holistic and eventually we got the diagnosis of cerebral palsy. So there was some insult to her. There was some deprivation of oxygen somewhere along the line. I don't know where exactly that happened, but, but one of the things we decided to move to Pennsylvania. So Eva could go to a Waldorf school for special needs children because a Waldorf education, I don't know if you know anything about it. It's very cosmically based. And so that really spoke to me. It's very natural. And there's only one school in the whole entire country like a Waller school for special needs children. And we moved there and I was having lunch with a whole bunch of other moms in this organic, beautiful kitchen that they have. And they said, have you ever had Eva's birth chart read? And I actually like, you know, she's 17 now. So this is when she was four going on five. I was like, I don't know what that is. I mean, I know I'm a Capricorn. I'm a She's a Pisces. And so I went and I had her chart read and I was just, that was my gateway drug into astrology. And I couldn't believe how this astrologer was able to describe her. Of course, like, you know, he didn't say, oh, I see cerebral palsy in the chart because you can't see those things, but you can mm-hmm. see a really sensitive child. You can see a child that doesn't want to separate from mom, like all of these mm-hmm. things and a child that's here to do things differently her way. And so after that reading... I actually then got a reading for myself, Maddie. And I was like, okay, Eva's reading sounded spot on. My reading, not so spot on. Why is that? Because I was slightly obsessed with fixing her and I got off my path to make her the way that I wanted her to be. I mean, it's hard to see her child struggle. I don't make it, you know, like I really wanted her not to struggle, you know, from the bottom of my heart, but I was really off my path. And that's really when I dove into astrology I have a lot of Scorpio planets in the eighth house. So (laughs) yeah, I became obsessed with astrology and I I was like, I have to learn how to do this for other moms. And just, I have two other neurotypical kids and like, it's really helpful to parent them to understand their natal chart. You have to flow with them in different ways. Wow. What an amazing story. And it's also so beautiful and like divinely designed that your Pisces daughter led your Capricorn self into like... (laughs) into the yeah. well, down the rabbit hole or up into the space of this like expansive multi-dimensional universe we're in so even that it's just like poetic in of itself that like your pisces daughter's like hey you're gonna learn about astrology through me and it's gonna change your life and connect you more to your purpose <laughs> 
when I was pregnant with her, I had um I had a woman that did shiatsu on me, and I went like monthly to her. She was intuitive, and she said, "This baby that you're carrying right now is going to help expand your mind and your spirituality." And I was like, "Oh, isn't that nice?" Right? Like, no idea. Quaint. You think it's gonna be like a cute little? That's cute, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, I see." Right? That's <laughs> get it now. Got it. Oh my God. Isn't that funny? Okay. So I love that journey. And thank you for sharing that. And there's so many good, like, again, just wisdom, like, you know, nuggets of information, even in that, that I think are probably helpful to parents to hear. But let's talk about the birth chart. Let's talk about the natal chart. Clearly, I'm a big believer that everyone's life would just be a little bit more, not easy, but more in line, make more sense, have more validation, tools, context, granularity for what they're going through if they could just understand their birth charts. And I'm a big believer of, yeah, using it for your children and not as like a prediction. Like, you know, one time someone asked me about like the ethics of it. They're like, oh, are you going to like try and predict and like know this child's future? I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what we're using it for. It's just to understand like that this soul, like to your point, what you said came down to earth. And as the parent, it's our job to guide them to be an earth guide for this soul, but not to like, it's so easy you said to get triggered or to project or to be like, this is what you should be and keep like bringing you back off the path they were on and onto the path of your expectations or your family or societies. So people who listen to this podcast are like cosmically curious all the way up to pretty, you know, expert level astrologers. So everyone here has some base level of astrology listening to this, I would say. What would you say is like the first thing that you would tell a parent to look at in their child's chart or their own chart, like to kind of jump off into this work? If someone was like, I just had a baby a few months ago, or I have a teenager at home that I'm like, what is happening with them right now? Would you be like, start here, look at this one thing, or is it kind of very person to person? Yeah. So I definitely the moon because, you know, Rudolf Steiner, who is the founder of the Waldorf schools, which I have a lot of experience with because of my three kids went to Waldorf schools. Some of them are still there. You know, zero to seven are the moon years because this tells us the moon is what we need to be nurtured and how we feel safe. And that is the foundation for our lives down here on earth is feeling safe, feeling secure, being able to be in our emotional body and have our emotions honored. So that's where mom comes in, in the understanding the child's, just even if she only understood the child's moon. There's this allowing that happens, like all emotions are okay. All parts mm-hmm. of you are welcome, all of them. And that is extremely healing. I also bring an internal family systems method of psychotherapy into my practice. I'm trained in IFS. So when we have an adult in a session where they're trying to heal something, right? It usually happens in childhood and when they're younger, it's just the way it works down here on earth, that it's accepting all of their parts is extremely healing. So if we can do that as mamas for our kids, it helps them so much build this strong foundation of like, I'm all welcome here. Mm. So yeah, definitely the moon, the sun in a child's chart develops as they're older each year, each time the sun comes around, you know, and makes that return. We do a little bit more of the development of ourself, but when they're really young, it primarily shows up like the element, you know, so you can just, you know, mom is out there, you can look at your kid's element, are they a Gemini? So that means they're, you know, how they discover who they are is what they think, you know, and the rising sign is important too, because that's like how they walk the earth. 
And we see that when they're really young, when they're just here and they're just new. And then it becomes like the thing that it's like, uh, can be a little bit too much. Like it's, you know, Mm -hmm. as a Pisces rising, too sensitive. As a Cancer rising, oh, too sensitive. You know, too fiery as an Aries rising. And then you, you learn to rise back up to it. So the more we can honor that, I'm not trying to change the way that our development as humans work on a soul level, but the more we can just honor the rising sign of our child, the easier it will be for them to stay connected to who they are. And oh my gosh, Maddie, do we not need more people connected to who they truly are rather than the disconnection that we're seeing in society? Like we have huge problems right now. Huge. And what a gift to have someone guiding you in that way from birth or from, you know, toddler, five, six, seven teenager years. I know as you probably feel that most people who come to me are trying to connect into their purpose. That's like what sort of I love to do. It was like my, how I found astrology was trying to connect into purpose, knowing that feeling of like, I'm here for something different, but it doesn't look like how my New Yorker Virgo brain is equating. You know, <laughs> it's not this cookie cutter path. It's not a guidance counselor track of like, do this career. I think there's something different. But before we can even get into the soul purpose work, we usually have to do some unlearning or healing, deep healing of something that whatever that we were told that we could or could not be, or that we were too much of, or usually early age, but at adolescence, you know, that inner teen healing is very real too. So how beautiful to be like, parenting is never going to be a perfect process, but just to know like, this is how to honor their emotional self with the moon, right? This is their, I love what you said about the sun sign, like becoming more of it every year. That's such a great way of saying it. Cause I always say like your sun sign is like who you're here to step into in this lifetime, but it's for the first part of your life, it's a little bit of like dog walking on the hind legs, a little bit like I'm kind of feeling like a Virgo, but then I'm a Virgo Pisces moon. So you can imagine, you know, with the, (laughs) with the opposite signs, I was like, I don't get it. Am I, (laughs) who am I? Like, am I really dreamy, mystical, kind of in my own world, like a little messy and in that other space? Or am I like, my Virgo would be like, my Pisces would know something intuitively from a young age. Of course, this is real. Of course, this is how it is. Of course, I know that. But then my Virgo would really question it. Cause I'm like, well, mm-hmm. no, that doesn't really make sense. Or I need some evidence or facts, or I feel a little self-conscious saying that to someone. And, and, you know, the day that someone read for me, my moon sign, I was like, oh, this all checks out. Like I was like done signed on to astrology. So it, it's so amazing to think about that. And I love what you said about the rising of it's very much like how you're rising, but then it becomes too much. Because I know for me, my cancer rising sensitivity or wanting to treat everyone like family with no boundaries was something that I had to like look at and unlearn and then reclaim my relationship with my cancer rising. So I love everything. That's so helpful, even just in the big three for parents to be like, okay, that's a huge jumping off point where not that it's going to be a perfect process raising your child, but I just think about all the stuff, like you said, that we're in a really tricky place in our society because people are so disconnected from their authentic self. And just using those three tools from a young age, I'm like, if we could all just sign on to do that for the next like few generations, we'd have a different world, right? It's so powerful. Yeah. That idea of allowing all parts of your child. I mean, ultimately all parts of ourselves, but what happens is we're in like, you know, let's say here's mom, here's your child age five. And there's this, you get into this little tiff all the time. Like it's, you you don't like when your child does this thing, you know, cries at the drop of a hat. 
the way it works is that they're showing you what that child is showing you the part of you that wasn't allowed when you were young. Mm. So then it's, it's this beautiful formula. It feels almost like a formula to me of, ah, I'm having a hard time with my child or that scares me about my child or I don't like or annoys me or, you know, it's the part that wasn't allowed when I was young. So allowing them to be their sensitive self helps you to give it back to you. So it's like this beautiful little healing dance that we can really do with our kids if we can see it that way. Right. Or we just, you know, we just think something's wrong and they shouldn't be so sensitive and you have to grow up and we say all the things that are not helpful that were probably said to us. (laughs) But it like, it stops the cycle. Like it's, we we were talking a lot about, you know, in our collective now around generational trauma and Mm -hmm. it stops the cycle Mm -hmm. of the repetition. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. the answer is not, they have to change. It's that I have to just hold the part of myself that wasn't allowed to cry. I just had to suck Mm. it up and do it. So that's what we get into in the course. But the medicine is always the moon. So each day when I say, Mm -hmm. like today I'm dating this, but there's, we're building up to a full moon in Sagittarius. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's the medicine. If you do this, if you do Mm -hmm. that, and you can also overdo Sag, you probably get away with it though too. But um, (laughs) if you just do Sagittarius, no matter what shows up in your existence, it's going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then you use that for then like obviously your work and, and this is where my work is very similar to people in the day to day, like using the moon to understand yourself, your inner world, your inner child's healing, you know, whatever your inner world needs, but also using the moon, like you said, as it's moving through the month, through like the signs yeah. and phases to understand like what is my best use of my effort or my energy or where's my emotional self like sort of being pulled and and how do I when I do that I'm stepping into flow right? like I'm I'm surfing with the cosmos instead of going against it so yeah you're riding the wave you're riding the wave instead of like getting caught in the, the riptide of like why does this all feel so hard <laughs> yeah I mean and I like to give little practical like you know here we have a again dating this like the full moon is getting bigger Tomorrow it's going to be full and exactly in the morning. So we have a fiery moon that's really big in the sky. Mm -hmm. So your kids are going to, they're going to need a lot of freedom. They're not going to want to be told what to do. They can be really loud today, right? Loud and righteous and just flow with it. And I find that what my audience and my community, it's like when they see their kids like screaming at the top of their lungs and it's like, no, this is the way that I want it to be. They think back and they're like, Ah, oh, there must be something bigger going on. Like it's they get this peace in the body, like all is okay. Because Tara said it was good. No, because it's like the moon. Oh, yeah. And so the moon has just such beautiful healing capabilities in so many different ways, right? Isn't she like where she wears a different costume each night? You know, it's like there's so many ways that the moon can be healing. So that's why for parents, I always like to focus on the moon, but also for I mean, I know we have a sun and that's super important, right, in our chart. But I'm just more geared towards the moon because there's that healing component and soul and bringing the divine feminine back into the conversation. Right. Right. Just like what you said about emotions. And I think that that's something as, you know, our society obviously has been a little bit skewed to the unhealthy or like toxic masculine, let's call it for, I don't know, 2000 years that we have a very weird relationship with the things that are traditionally associated with the feminine, the moon. 
So like our emotions, like what you just said about, I think a lot of the work I do with people is like when we're going back and we're doing integration of like inner child healing or shadow self, it always comes back to a moment where their emotions overtook them and they were made to feel so shameful or so rejected from that, right? Or so just not worthy of love or like safe. And I feel like, so again, like the healing energy of looking to the moon for parents of like, yeah, my toddler, my preteen, my over leading up to this big, full, fiery moon in Sag is going to have a lot of like fiery emotions. And I don't have to, like you said, internalize them or shut it down. Or I wasn't made, like, you know, I wasn't allowed to feel that. So therefore you shouldn't be either. Or I'm scared if you feel that, what that means for you, whatever it is. But just this whole relationship, even with our emotions and be like, it's all okay. And they're just energy that wants to move through us and just to allow it and like see how even just that alone is so healing. Cause like, and I grew up oldest of four girls. That's its own like zodiac placement. I feel like eldest daughter energy to be its own like part of your chart. Irish, very like Christian family. And for, for me, it was just like gratitude, good girl, being quiet. Like, and my parents were very loving and very, very caring, but I didn't really understand like anger or rage or even like tantrum energy in a healthy way at all. Like I had no framework for that. And that was one thing I was thinking about that I'm really excited to work with my children's charts one day and they're thinking like, yeah, it's a sad moon. Like we're going to be feeling a little fire and you might just need to like go off a little bit. And as long as you do it in a way where you're not harming yourself or others, and we're like, but just allow yourself to feel that. And then, because I know for me, I'd be like, I feel so angry. Just shove it down below the surface. And all that stuff has been down there now for, you know, 30 years. And so I just think that using the moon. So would you like as a, let's talk about the elements of the moon. Would you mind giving people like a quick, very practical, very short, but like your child on an air moon day, maybe feeling this just so they could feel like in practice. And obviously mm-hmm. everyone should join Tara's community and take her parenting course. But you mentioned the elements before. And I was like, it may be good for people to have in the back of their mind, just like the quick hack. <laughs> yeah. And you can always, well, you can just follow me on Instagram. I tell you every day where the moon is, but let's start with the fire moon. So a fire moon, there's going to be an activity, an activeness to the day. We're going to have to move. It's all about spontaneity and in the moment and what I want to do. The fire is allowed to be about the self and what it wants and just Mm. to go do it. You know, there's not a lot of, there's just that in the moment energy and we our emotions can be fiery. You know, whatever sign the moon is in, it will feel good to do that because Mm -hmm. it's like the weather that's playing in the background. And if we know the weather, whatever it is, even if it's a Scorpio moon, who sometimes can be a little dicey time of the month, (laughs) (laughs) at least we know we can be prepared for it. It's like, okay, Scorpio moon, everybody needs a little bit of their space. Like I'm going to leave my kids alone. I'm not going to like get in there. Like, so yeah, you can just be better prepared for it, but it's really the element, the moon sign element of the day is what nurtures us. So Mm. if the moon is in an earth sign, it's going to be like gardening and being outside and doing very practical things. And it's like, there's not a lot, it's not a very hyper emotional day. Emotions are very practical and we all just want solutions to the things that come up, you know? Mm-hmm. And then if we have an air moon, we'll feel like talking. We'll be in the mood to text a lot. You know, mm. things get busy on our phones or emails get busy or we're like, hey, let's do what next door neighbor. You want to go for a walk? Like that kind of thing. Cause you're in the mood to talk. 
And of course, Maddie, and this is what we do in the community. It always depends. Like, you know, if it, the moon is in Gemini, except it's in like, if it's if the moon is in Gemini for everyone, but in your natal chart, if it's in the 12th house, well, then you also have to take into account, ah, oh, when the moon is in Gemini, it's a little bit different for me because that's my mm-hmm. inward time of my own cycle. And then the water moons, we just sometimes just need a good cry and our kids can be more tearful and we can be more sentimental and emotional and sensitive and intuitive. And it's like a good, I always think like water moons are a good time to nap if you can fit that in. <laughs> My Pisces moon definitely agrees. I love a good nap. <laughs> right. It's like, I just need to like go where life is kind of hard down here on the earth. We're dealing with a lot. I just need to check out a little bit. <laughs> So yeah, that can be really helpful. Just, you know, it's, it's what we're in the mood for, what we feel like doing other people's moods. So it really helps us understand why somebody, you know, look, watch how people drive when the moon is in fire, when the moon's mm. in a fire sign is everybody's a little more aggressive. Mm-hmm. There's an understanding and compassion that's elicited when we can understand what's happening up there. Oh, that's how it's showing up down here. Yeah. You know, so it's all good stuff when you work with the moon, I think. Mm, I love that. Yeah. That's a, thank you. Such a helpful guide and resource. And obviously I'm going to sign up for your parenting course because to help my clients, but also myself and my whole family as we're all having babies now, like this feels very important information, but that's such a good, just hack in the back of your mind. And, you know, I think on here, I do a, a Friday podcast and the first thing we talk about is the emotional weather for the week. Because it's just like, you got to know what you're going into. There's the big things that are happening, the big outer planet moments or the personal planets, but it always comes back to like, and I get so many DMs and so many texts, I'm I'm sure as you do, of being like, I was like, what the F is going on at my workplace right now? And then I'm like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Scorpio moon day, (laughs) or Aries moon day. I'm like, okay, I understand how to work with that more. So it's, it's so beautiful and so inclusive. And I always feel like working with the moon is also beautiful because I think it connects us back to this like crazy web and tradition of people and women who work with the moon for thousands of years. Like I love how there's something so ancient and so cyclical about it and so steady. And I always tell people too, working with the moon is a great way of understanding how the sign works in your chart. Like you just said, the Gemini moon. I'm like, well, that's how we understand our chart. The moon gives us a little sneak peek every month. So Gemini transits for me, for this girl, are always a little bit more inward or teaching me some soul lesson. Whereas for the rest of the world, it's like fun, fun, social party time. And I'm just like mm, reflecting on like (laughs) Mm -hmm. my life, my my karma, the things that are, okay, this is how this is feeling. So I think like tracking the moon like that is so powerful to understand like how the different signs, transits, like affect you and your your children, therefore. Yeah, I love what you said about bringing it back, like bringing her wisdom back into the picture. Because even in my community, we work with the moon cycle and we work with what's showing up at the new moon and writing intentions mm-hmm. around it. But we do it in a different way because I think like just like we solarized everything else, in our society, <laughs> we also solarized her cycle somehow. <laughs> and so like we meet in these new moon circles, you know, people out there, not in my community. It's like, okay, what do I want this month? What do I want to make heaven? Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, okay, that's not the way it works. <laughs> What's being shown to you? It's like we're this gesture of I'm opening up my arms right now of receiving her. And, you know, mm. what is it that it's time for? You know, what is it that it's our soul, because I really see the moon 
even though, you know, the right, I see the rising sign is what your soul is rising to. The moon is our soul memory and emotional memory from other lives that we bring in. So it's like, what is it that's rising up within us for us to receive and say, oh, here's what I'm going to work with this cycle, Mm -hmm. right? And the sun is involved in the dance, you know, the moon cycle, because it illuminates the moon. So, and she reflects back. But I really love that also about the way that I teach it is that you don't have to work so hard. You just have to pay attention and, you know, check in inside. Like what feels, we're talking about the moon cycle, important right now. What's feeling like it's time for my soul to really dance and flow, ebb and flow with this cycle? And then you you watch, okay, quarter moon, first quarter moon, what shows up? Full moon, what's showing yeah. up? Here's my big lesson. This is my big spotlight. Okay, you know, so I really love that also because back when it was, when you talked about when we did gather in circles, nothing was written down. It was all, you know, through voice and like, And then when we started writing things down, you know, and documenting things and coming up with plans, that's when it became not her story, but his story. And then then we lost her. But Mm -hmm. like, you know, my goal is to bring her back into our everyday life, but also just honor her as we're mamas raising our kids and ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And it's, yeah, there's no just the showing up. I, and I, I think for someone, I think our society has a lot of collective issues. And one of them is definitely like anxiety. Hello. And I think there's so much of like, what's going on? And, and we're so out of our bodies and our nervous systems are fried out and our adrenals and we're all this stuff. And I, I think about how we regulate to our moms and they were really anxious and, and they were under supported and, and undernourished. And then we like zoom out and so many questions and overstimulation, which I'd be working on. And that's one of, I have a few like, gateway moments to astrology, like the moments in my life that were really clarifying of like, like astrology was stalking me. Like you need to come here and learn about this. And I kept being like, I don't know if it's for me. It's too much. It's too intense. Like, and then there was like probably my third or fourth aha moment with astrology was that thing of like honoring the self with the moon of like, just, I guess I got into my Virgo, like I got to do all the self-care. I got to do all this stuff perfectly. I got to like work on myself. I'm always something to be fixed. And I love you put this on your website about your relationship with your daughter of like the fixing and the healing and, and all of it is beautiful and it comes from a good place. But there's something so beautiful at the moon that's just like, yeah, what's arising right now and how can you be present to it? And how can you just show up for that part of you? Yeah, I like the way that you, when you mentioned the soothe, my goal for moms each day is just to be able to soothe themselves and regulate themselves. So when their child is Mm. in need of a regulated nervous system, oh, Mm -hmm. mom is there. Because, right, we didn't have those kinds of, I had young Mm -hmm. parents. I love them. They're lovely parents, but they were very young. So they were still developing themselves. They definitely didn't have their Saturn return yet. And (laughs) that's like the gateway to it. So it's like just soothing yourself. So when your kids do have breakdowns or little issues that they can Mm -hmm. come to you and you're okay. And that's the most healing, best thing that you can do for your kid is just when they're struggling for them to be able to connect into your own, to their parents' nervous system that is soothed and regulated and like, oh, all is good, all is well with the world, you know, and the moon's the way to do that. Mm. Oh, this comes back to the moon. Who wants to talk about the moon? I always do. It's one thing I'm always like, like, who wants to talk about the moon? Me, I always have something to say about her. Well, that's so beautiful, Tara. Thank you so much for being so generous with with your wisdom. So, tell us a little bit about the. Obviously, everyone, myself included, interest is totally peaked right now in the course that's launching this fall. 
Can you give us a little bit of an idea, like what to expect or how it's mapped out? Does it go through like all the plans in the chart? Are you focusing on a few key transits or like, like what's the, what can we expect from that? Cause I am ready to sign up for it this fall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good question, Maddie, because it's great. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, it's June right now. It's June, yeah. right? I took the whole summer off from readings and that is my task is to Beautiful. create it. But I, there is this element of, so it's always the challenge when you do online things, because there are people that just love astrology and then there are professional astrologers. So it will meet needs of all levels of astrology, but I, I will gear it towards the people that don't know that much astrology. And if you know astrology, you definitely can definitely benefit from that as well. But it's bridging that gap. So I'm going to do that. And we're going to learn about your child's chart and your chart and like how they inter not as far as like how they interact like synastry. We're not going to like lay, although that is a valuable technique. It's just like, let me understand my child. Let me understand me. And then that dance that you do every single day with them. So yeah, I'm writing that course this summer and I'm just finishing up a course. Actually, I'm in starting part two tomorrow of for other astrologers, how to read children's natal charts. So that's been really fun to illuminate because I've been doing it for a while. And I just, I, like I said, I have Scorpio in my chart. I like to focus. So it's, it's been my focus for many years, but I also love to just have people check out my community because it is the every day. Just tell me Tara, every morning I give them, I do a little voice text for them. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on today, what to expect, how you can work with it. And then I also am every day walking them through the moon cycle. We do a new moon workshop each month. So I'm definitely on the daily kind of person. Like I, I get overwhelmed with too much information and then I forget it. So I'm just like, tell me today what I need to get through the day. And then, so the community really does that. And so that's also another option. If you don't want to take a big, long parenting course, you know, you learn how to take care of yourself and your kid every single day. And that's how we build, right? Right. You're a Virgo. Mm -hmm. That's how we build good practices. Mm -hmm. The little things that you do every day. That's how you build good health. That's how we build a relationship with the moon. It's not just the once a month thing that we do, you know, Mm -hmm. although if that's only that the thing that you do, that's better than nothing. So keep better than nothing. It. Right, 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 right. Better than the once a year check-in or whatever it is. Like, totally. Okay, once a month. But you said the consistency and the daily like devotion to that is what builds like really long-term changes, I feel like. Yeah, and it, you get to know her better through the everyday because she changes so often, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that daily, it would kind of be like if you're in a relationship with someone and you only saw them once a month. Yeah. You know, that's not really, Absolutely. it's going to be fine. And you have people, right, that you only see once a month and you're like, but those aren't going to be the intimate, like, I really want you to see all of me and let me see all of you kind of relationship that we grow so much from. Yes, yes, yes. And the opposite of the time of recording, we're in Gemini season. And this has been a big theme in my readings of like the relationship you have with Actually, we were talking about the moon with some of my clients of like, yeah, it's a relationship, but a relationship with yourself of like the showing up and any relationship, the more that you show up with consistency, with clarity and communication, meaning listening also, not just talking, but like one practice I always have with my clients is just like listening to the moon, like, okay, go out. Things are overwhelming. Just sitting, like asking a question or show me what I need to know. And it's, everyone obviously, I work with a lot of like, 
type A, high power, very people are like, let's go, let's do this. And they're like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, and it's always, 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 always so beautiful to come back. Like they come back with their reflections or their illuminations or their ahas. So I love that you add that thing about the consistency. And I always think the moon of like, since she is our, I always think of her as our mama. And I laugh that she just like visits all the signs in the month, like a mom, just checking on all of her kids and like, how are we doing here? How are we doing in this part of your chart? How are we feeling here? And so showing up consistently, like she's going to show you so much about yourself in just the course of a month, right? 28 days. Yeah. It is working that muscle of receiving the feminine. Like you said, like, what does she have to share with you? It, we're not used to that. We're used to the the solar and doing, and we get rewarded when we do. Our mm-hmm. whole educational system is built around that. So it is a practice of it's, it's not like, how do I get ready for the full moon tomorrow? And, and what do I do? Oh my gosh, it's like the full moon is on my, you know what, or whatever, you know? And so what does this mean? It's just more like what's showing up right now? What's important? What are you being asked to receive more fully or full that. moon, you know, lesson? But yeah, so I love talking to the moon is such a healing practice. Yeah. And the receptivity, again, back to things that we're trying to unlearn and relearn is like, it's it's so nice just to receive. I love the solar. I love the linear forward motion energy, of course, but receiving. Right, you're a full moon baby. I'm a full moon baby. I'm a full moon baby. So <laughs> you love them equally. I love everything equally, which is why my life was so confusing up until my Saturn return. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Tara, thank you so much for this. I am very excited to see what comes out in this course and and what you birthed this summer. And definitely we'll link to your community in the show notes and we'll link to your Instagram and you're taking time off from readings. Is there anything else that you want to share with anyone of where to find you, how to find you or any like closing words for everyone who I'm sure is now (laughs) in love with you and your work? Oh, yeah, I am going to take the summer off from readings, but I will be doing them again in the fall. It can be really helpful to have your kid's birth chart read. And yeah, the best place to find me, I do my own Instagram. You just DM me. Um, mm-hmm. You can send me an email too. My website is luminaryparenting.com and that'll just give you all the things. But yeah, I think you did an awesome job of, we covered a lot. <laughs> we covered a lot. I know we went a lot of places, which, you know, you know, my Virgo loves that. I'm like, let's cover a lot. This was such an amazing conversation and so beautiful just because this very morning my my sister has sent a message about like parenting like am i doing this right and my we have a whole group chat of all the women in our family and everyone was sending voice memos back and forth and and so much of what you shared today was exactly what the older women in my family were sharing about their experience and so i am very excited i want to actually gift her this course when it comes out because i think the work uh-huh. you're doing is so important and it's so like closing this loop, like you said, on the generational healing, it feels like this beautiful, again, it's the moon. She's coming full circle. It feels like so, so beautiful to come back to this. So thank you so much for the work you're doing. Yeah, you are welcome. Thanks for having me, Maddie. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. 
If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.